Hey everyone, my name is Yaro and you're listening to the Embodied Business Podcast. It's a rainy Monday afternoon and it's May, which totally blows my mind to be honest. And someone in the Embodied Business community asked this morning, when is it time to give up or like how do I know when I should just let it go? And that question touched me so deeply. I've been thinking about this all day and it really surprised me to consider how rarely we ever talk about that and I consider the embodied business community like a really a place in which people sometimes share quite vulnerably and are really honest with each other which I so appreciate and yet it's not often that we really kind of pause and say am I doing the right thing or is it time to let this idea go or this whole business go and do something else And as you know, I love being a cheerleader for people. I just love throwing encouragement around like confetti. And I, yeah, that's just a really big and important part of what I'm here to do. Um, But I don't want to turn away from these more difficult questions. And my hope is also that when we look at them and we really dig deeper and kind of untangle this a little bit, it maybe becomes less scary. Um, You know, I think sometimes when stuff is difficult in our work having this question hang over our heads is actually harder than really confronting it and saying yes or no to it or actually just sometimes letting go and admitting that something maybe has become too difficult so yeah I want to talk about that today before I do just one small announcement um, a week from now on May 10th we're starting the web design adventure Um, This is a course that's evergreen and that means it's always available for you to take when you're ready. But on May 10th, in addition to that, I'm starting a live round where we're meeting every Monday for four four weeks to go through this experience together. And the course really teaches you everything you need to know to create a beautiful WordPress website for your business without the headache and the waste of time of watching dozens of YouTube videos I'm sharing my screen, I'm, I'm showing you everything I know and hopefully sharing some really valuable tools for, um, for, for your website and also for an enjoyment of tech. Like that's really important to me. And so if you want that group accountability, you can join us still. I'm going to link to that in the show notes and I would love to have you. Okay, so now more about this question. When is it time to give up in your business? I think the first sub-question I want to ask is why do we think about wanting to give up? Like what does that mean? I think sometimes for me there's been moments where this idea of giving up has actually felt like a relief in my body where things have just been really stressful and I thought, you know, if I just release and surrender to the fact that this isn't working right now, I might feel really liberated afterwards. And I'm really happy that I uh, didn't choose to give up in that moment and I pushed through. But um, but my situation is, you know, my own situation. And I think there's also been moments where I did give up on things, not my business as a whole, but some ideas that I had or projects that just became too tedious to work in. And it did feel really good to let go. Um, so this past year obviously has been difficult in that it asks really big questions and some of those were really illuminating and beautifully uh, clarity given giving but there wasn't 
there there was not a ton of stability or certainty for many of us and especially economically i think that has played out in a lot of businesses needing to radically adapt and do things very different different differently than they had gotten used to doing them and so yeah if you're sitting with this question right now do you feel like giving up sometimes what does that mean to you does it feel promising in a way or does it feel really sad to think that maybe you can't sustain this business what comes up as a reason is it mostly money is it maybe health or maybe overwhelm with all the questions that you need to decide on every day or is it social media that's weighing you down do you need support are you maybe not feeling creatively fulfilled i think it's really worth um taking a moment to dig really deep into that and to ask if there is something that you can identify here and if there's anything that you can put in place for yourself that would maybe ease that at least for now and i think all of these reasons are so valid and and so often we don't really talk about them enough right and so i just want to say for transparency that the first two years and i'm six years in now have been really financially difficult for me and i wasn't talking about that at the time because i wanted to be seen as a successful entrepreneur and i wanted to know that my clients felt really confident about working with me um i needed them to know that they needed to pay my invoices at in a timely manner but i i wouldn't have that at the time i think to really be fully honest about how much I was flying by the seat of my pants, is that the expression, is it? I'm not sure now. But anyway, I, I have this little yellow notebook that I was using at the time. And yeah, that was I think that was the first year of my business that I was working with that particular notebook. And it's just for my business dreaming. So I had a separate journal. And it's mainly really full of ideas, but it's also full of all these like very detailed calculations of how much money was coming in and how much was going out and when i look at these pages now i see them dripping with anxiety <laughs> you know and it always worked in the end and that's i feel so lucky for that and there's particular reasons i think that i will expand on of why that worked for me um that have nothing to do about my idea being better than anyone else's um but anyway i won't go ahead of myself now i just wanted to say that i i know the feeling of deep financial uncertainty and i know it's a really tricky place to be creative from and i just wish for everyone to have the security of knowing that your basic needs will always be met i truly believe that all of us could be so much more effective in what we're trying to do in a world if that was a given if we had a basic universal income for example i think that that investment on a societal level would be so worth it because it would be a huge weight of so many people's shoulders and so much more creativity could come forward if that were the case so just know that if you're struggling with financial anxiety you're not alone and and this is a valid fear to have and and it's tricky to to yeah build a business in this way and there's lots of other reasons for why sometimes people consider wanting to give up the next question i want to ask you is what is the story of wanting to give up and 
what I mean by that is maybe even sitting down with your journal and asking yourself, what would that look like? Like, what, what would you do if you decided to give up next week? What would you do? Would you take your website down? Would you delete your newsletter list? Would you tell someone or everyone on social media and then delete your profile? Um, would you maybe just take your booking link to your calendar down for now and then see how that feels and if you want to return to things a few months from now? I mean, really just allowing yourself that freedom to imagine that for a moment, maybe that's helpful, but maybe that's also just really sad and you feel a sense of grief of this idea of taking your website down. And that's actually really beautiful information because it tells you that you still have so much love for what you do, even if it's difficult right now. And there's a big part of you that doesn't want to let go just now. And that's really good to know, right? And I think that's also not a given because so often when things are stressful, it's hard to feel connected to our intuition and to really kind of in a very playful and open way to know that we would feel grief about this idea. And then maybe there's also external stories that we have taken on around what it means to give up. Maybe you've been told that you're a quitter. I know I have. I've... Um, I've been in too many, so so many different schools when I was a teenager. So I went to two different primary schools and then I was in three different secondary schools. And apart from the change of primary school, it was always my choice that I initiated. So I left schools because I was unhappy and I thought it would be better elsewhere. And my parents were mostly supportive of that choice. So it kind of worked out that way. Um... But I felt like such a loser about it. Like there was a part of me that knew I wasn't in the right place and that maybe something else would work better for me. And and it did, you know, in a way that did turn out to be true. But I still felt like I was such a quitter for not sticking it out and just putting up with the shit, like the bullying and the just the stuff, basically. And, and I think that can feel true for many of us. And, and I actually think that it's also true that very few of us have had the chance as young people to try different things out and to really get to know ourselves in our work without any pressure. And again, that's something I really wish for everyone. And I know for myself that sometimes, you know, I, I started this business when I was 29 or 28, something like that. And... And I, that's so young, right? I, I'm 34, five now. And I just look back and I was like, I just feel like, gosh, I was still in my 20s. Like, what did I expect of myself that I would know all these things without ever, ever, ever having done them? Like, how would I know them? And yet at the time, I already felt late. I felt that I had tried too many different jobs in my earlier 20s. I had been an HR manager. I had worked in a theater. I'd been a nanny for more than a decade or a babysitter. I'd been an au pair. I studied different things. I funded it all in a shoestring. So I never really had like a super stable lifestyle. I lived in so many different houses and different places. I never really had savings. And, and it was all kind of cobbled together, but it was also really beautiful. And I really needed all these experiences and I look back at them now with so much more compassion and understanding for my choices by the way 
I plug here for the Natla Relic with, with whom I'm, I've been working on the past few months and who really helped me, ah, oh, gosh, on so many levels, but to let go of some shame and to really understand better who I am and why I made those choices and who I have yet to become. It's just been so beautiful to work with her. The Natla Relic, radicalcreativesanctuary.com. She's so great. Anyway, so... So all this to say, I really get that maybe the possibility of giving up feels like being a failure and maybe there's more here that we can untangle about whether that's really true because from what I've seen or where I stand now, giving up sometimes is really just about acknowledging that something isn't right for us and that there's something better out there that we'll enjoy doing much more and like what could be more beautiful than acknowledging that, right? But that isn't true for all of us and and that's okay. You know, maybe there's just a part of your business right now that you really want to change and maybe it's just a matter of restructuring your week, changing your business model, charging differently, maybe charging more that would make things so much easier for you. And then what are the stories around that? That's so important to, to know and to ask and Something that I find is really helpful and unshaming with whatever comes up as you ask yourself these things is to say it out loud to someone else. So maybe if you have a friend or someone who knows, you know, that that also runs a business that you could maybe talk to, speak to them and say, can we maybe share the really difficult stuff that's going on in our businesses right now? And can we maybe admit to each other that sometimes we've been thinking about giving up? That would be really helpful for me right now. I think that's great. That's so beautiful. And the next thing that I want to offer you if if you are on the spot is to go back to an episode that I've recorded um, last year, I think. Um, and it's called Where to Begin When You're Starting Out. Lots of people have said they really love that one. which And it's so simple, really. But I will recap very quickly what it is about. It's essentially about creating the to-list exercise. And then the first list, you would um, list everything that you need from your business. So um, for many people, the first thing they need is just financial stability on a basic level. But they might also need a sense of freedom, of creative expression, of flexibility, of knowing that their mental health is supported, of, of just if feeling doable I mean that's always a good one isn't it so you just list all these things and then you order them by priority and um, you just see what is most important to you right now what do you need to feel safe and then the second list is a list of everything that you could be doing in your business right now so maybe you could make products you could make art you could run group programs you could offer one-on-one -on -one sessions you could create content that people can buy. There's so many options, but you just kind of throw them all on the page, not overthinking that at all, just a beautiful brainstorm. And, and then you look at these two lists and you ask yourself, which of your ideas would meet your basic needs in the easiest way? And those ideas that come up as the two, say, top, you know, as the top two or three might not be the most exciting ideas and that's all right but if they meet your needs right now that's a really beautiful thing and a really great place to start especially if you're struggling with overwhelm about your next steps and if you want to hear more about that check that episode out but yeah the next thing I want to name around this is that many people make it work in ways that they don't always talk about and and I wish we all talked about that more and I wish it wasn't shameful. So, you know, 
if you are feeling shame about being in this place right now, of feeling like giving up would be a good thing, remember that there's people who have husbands that are supportive or partners or people who have inherited money or people who have had more training in or more opportunities to try something or learn something that you had and that really that you are in this place right now isn't a reflection on whether your idea is good enough or whether you are good enough as a person and I think we can hold all of this with so much compassion we just are all coming from different places and that doesn't necessarily make us better or worse people or business owners there are just differences in how easy this is for us and that's important to name. I don't have a partner who supports me and I haven't inherited money but I am a white person. I have worked in many e-commerce companies before I started my own business. I was lucky to be able to access a lot of education and I have also been lucky to kind of enter a field that was relatively easy to market and what I mean by that is that I started my business or rather I did a business training online six years ago and when I signed up I didn't really exactly know what I wanted to do and then in that program I saw that many people were struggling to create a WordPress site and that was something really key that the program was suggesting we do um, for all kinds of reasons that I'll go into in other episodes I really do believe that WordPress is a great platform for a small business, but it's a learning curve and um, my course didn't exist then, so it does now. It makes it easier, I hope, but there weren't that many courses around back then. So many people were really struggling with this and I found it super easy. I really enjoyed it and I had been blogging since I was a teenager, so more, more than a decade at that point and I had also built several WordPress sites. So... I immediately jumped at this opportunity of teaching myself how WordPress worked and I developed uh, tech support as well which I've been offering for many years and that was working so well for me because it solved a problem for people that they were really consciously aware of and I mean I'm not an economist and I, I don't want to really dive too deeply into these ideas of scarcity and meeting you know solving problems for people and all of that but the reality was that just I was I was surrounded by people who had a budget to pay me and they knew that I would make their life easier and that working with me would probably make them more money than they invested in working with me because they would have end up having a great website so it was really kind of easy to well not really easy easy you know but it was easier or easy in comparison for me to find my first few clients and make things work that way and it was definitely stressful at first and I put many late nights but I think I'm all of this to say is that I acknowledge also that some business ideas are trickier to establish than others and again that doesn't make them less worthy um, or less exciting or less important to the world um, it's just um, an invitation to be really creative with how we are sharing our ideas and I also am excited that the pandemic has, for so many people, really shifted our understanding of what's important, right? I think there's been a real kind of surge in energy towards 
supporting small businesses but also supporting ourselves in community resilience and things like gardening and growing stuff and caring for each other and learning new things and that's super exciting so while I'm acknowledging that some businesses are easier to build them than others I'm also really holding all this beautiful potential for what is yet to come for us and I think that will make stuff a lot easier for many of us which is really exciting all right okay let me look at my notes <laughs> i think other things that i want to name that have helped me through these moments of wondering if i should give up is to be really clear on what i'm getting from my business this really huge sense of freedom and creativity that i get so much joy from and that I don't want to miss. And another thing that has helped is to choose a very simple life. And I'm saying that from a place of privilege, of course. And, um, but yeah, it has been really helpful for me to think about minimalism, to think about what I really want and need and need to spend money on, and um, and to to live a fairly lightweight life in the first few years. So, up until two years ago. I was living in a tiny house in Brighton, which was the most affordable way for me to live by myself, which I really wanted to do. And then two years ago, I moved to Scotland and now I bought a small apartment in a really beautiful town, a small town on the east coast of Scotland that is pretty underrated, I think. It's very easy to get to both Edinburgh and Glasgow. It's very easy to get to the beach. There's beautiful woodlands around here, but it's not particularly hip and so my home is really cheap um comparatively it's a small fraction of anything i've ever paid anywhere even tiny bedrooms in berlin back in the noughties which is a long time ago and a time where berlin was much more affordable <laughs> anyway um i'm just really happy about that choice i made and i acknowledge that it made it so much easier to move through these periods of difficulty and doubt in my business and it also makes it easier for me to take risks sometimes and to you know bring something into being that maybe doesn't have so much creative uh, commercial potential um printmaking for example last year is a beautiful idea I, I did actually um make a good bit of money from selling this first batch of prints that I made but there was no guarantee it wasn't something that i had ever done before i didn't know how well it would be received and i think having a fairly simple life allowed me to take that creative leap and that's something that really is very important for me and having said all that though it is of course easier for someone who doesn't have a family right now to say okay i'm just going to simplify my life or move to a different town that's much more affordable that's not possible for everyone and that's okay but I still think that we can ask ourselves really valuable questions about what we need to feel sustained and where we're spending our money and energy and if maybe some of that can be a little bit more simple. I, I also want to talk a little bit about alternatives to giving up on your business or your idea. I've seen a lot of people um, this past year getting a part-time online job and I think I know that can feel discouraging sometimes because maybe you want to spend all your time and energy on your business. But one thing that makes me feel hopeful around of this around this time is that I've seen more and more 
um, job offers that said part-time work is much more flexible and it's indefinitely able to work remotely. And of course, the disability justice movement has pushed for this for so long now and has so often been told that this wouldn't work and people just couldn't work from home. It wasn't possible. And now we've seen clearly it is possible. And I really hope that many people who are building businesses or becoming artists or building practices in some ways will have more opportunities to maybe support themselves financially um, by this change in work culture. I think it can be really beautiful to do work as a VA, to do some editing, translation work, to maybe develop one tech skill that you can offer to people. And, you know, like I said, that is really how it has worked for me. And another piece I think that's really important as we're seeking alternatives is to think about boundaries, especially if you're running programs or offering things that have a big impact on our time and energy. So, What is a challenge for some people sometimes is to come up with an exciting group program and then mapping out how, you know, how much time and energy it will take to teach it and then finding that they need a certain number um, to, to justify spending that time and energy and then kind of being in that hesitation of knowing that they would need to get this offer in front of quite a big bunch of people to have enough signups. I don't want to be encouraging here in any way. I think I'm really just sharing that to say, if that's you right now, you're definitely not alone. And many people are in this situation and it has nothing to do with your offer. Of course, there might be ways that it could be improved, you know, but basically I'm saying it doesn't mean that your idea is less worthy of attention and people investing in it. Um, and I think it's really important when we're in situations of considering giving up that we ask ourselves what we really need and what is like our upper and lower boundary here. So maybe that is something like having four people at least in a program and allowing yourself to let it go at least for now if you don't get to have those four people that support you financially. Um, I think it's just helpful to to think about this and in terms of numbers, there's so much to say around, you know, our audiences and our newsletter and conversion rates and all that. And I recently recorded an episode called um, Changing the Way That We Relate to Numbers that might be helpful if this is something that's on your mind right now. So what are your boundaries? Like what would make you feel that you are ready to release an idea or whole business? For me, it would be something like knowing that I'm not able to meet my basic needs over the long term or feeling that my mental health was really negatively impacted or simply feeling that I don't want to do this anymore. I'm really giving myself permission to to just let that be enough as well and not to make that into a big story around how I'm a quitter or how I've never you know, really stuck something out <laughs> because I'm a snowflake, a millennial snowflake. I think that is okay. Like that's enough just to say that you don't feel like doing something anymore. And I think also like this permission slip that we can give ourselves of just feeling like, okay, I'm a bit frustrated with my work right now. It maybe isn't working the way I had hoped and I don't feel this like sense of excitement and creative expression right now. I think sometimes just saying out loud, if I don't want to do this anymore, it's okay to let go, will get you through that phase and maybe allow you to return to a place of feeling really enchanted with your work and really motivated to going on and, and trying something else. 
I, I want to end by touching on the idea of cycles and grief, which has become really important in my business. I think sometimes something that makes us want to give up as well is just this notice that we're not always expanding, that there are periods where we're trying something that doesn't work and we're cutting something back um, or we're releasing something and just to make even more space to accept that that is a really natural part of building a business, being in a creative process, being in a relationship with someone, being a human at this time and nature. So, you know, it's really not just us who are experiences, experiencing these cycles of grief and um, contraction. That is so important to remember, I think. Um, yeah, I, I really hope that we can find ways of giving ourselves more headspace and more resources and more having more compassion and remembering that um, giving up on an idea doesn't mean that we have to give up on a whole business. I came across a really cool example of this recently um, on Pinterest actually where I was researching ideas on simplicity and minimalism and I came across this person who ran a really popular um, blog on minimalism and simplicity and she um shared that she initially wanted this business to be her whole thing and then kind of hit a difficult spot and was kind of not feeling so excited about it anymore so she got a different job that she's able to do from home but she continued this blog and really you could feel that she's still pouring so much love and energy into it it's just not her main focus right now and I think that can be a really beautiful way of letting an idea breathe um, until its time is coming to be at, at full center stage again. So she's still offering these little workbooks. You can buy them as digital downloads and she's still blogging and sharing her pins on Pinterest. And it's actually really big. It has, has a huge audience, um, but it's very um, boundaried, I guess, in how she works with it on her day-to-day life so she writes a new blog post whenever she feels like it she has an automated process around sharing them on pinterest and then she has these pre-made um, workbooks that people can download so it's really giving her a lot of freedom a to only work on her business when she feels like it and has an exciting idea and b also to make money in another way and um i'm just sharing that because i think i want to unsh- unshame this this idea that getting a job is a terrible idea, right? I think sometimes, Mm. that was Ernie, (laughs) sometimes giving yourself permission to let something rest a little bit before you try something new can be really beautiful as well. And I really wish there were more opportunities to, to make money in a really easy, steady way that doesn't take up so much headspace and energy for all of us. All right, I, I have covered a lot of different things here and I hope it wasn't too waffly and that it just was something that you could listen to as you were going about your day and thinking about the future of your business and the commitments that you're making and the things that you're loving about it and the things that are difficult and just to feel a little bit less alone in that process. Thank you so much for listening.